From the Law Society of Alberta, welcome to Practically Speaking, the podcast for lawyers looking to take their practice to the next level. I'm your host, Colin Brandt. We're here to give you real-world practical advice that you can apply to your practice today, in 20 minutes or less. Today, Terry Yates and Karen Kramer from the Practice Management Team are here. They work one-on-one with lawyers to help identify current and potential areas of risk in everyday law practice. They focus on things like file and client management, timekeeping options, and use of technology, all in the name of making your practice more effective and efficient. Karen and Tara, welcome to the show. Hi there. Great to be here. So today, we're talking about a subject that is sure to thrill any audience file management. But honestly, if you've ever experienced a dread of not knowing exactly where a file is at or received a phone call or email from a client and you have no idea where things are on their issue, it can be very stressful. But the good news is that there's a quick way to solve for this with a master file list. It's your job, right? So a master file list is a critical tool in any lawyer's arsenal to keep on top of their files. In almost every good practice we've seen, the lawyer has some version of this and uses it regularly. The master file list provides you basically with a snapshot of your entire practice over a few pages. That's right. Like, can you imagine a retail store having no idea the nature or the scope of their inventory? So a master file list is an easy way to keep track of things without overburdening you with administrative work. We even have an example online, and uh, that's a good starting place that you're welcome to use to build your own to meet your own needs. Yours might be in Word, it might be in Excel with tabs below. It's whatever is going to work for you in your practice. So what exactly goes in a master file list and why are they so important to a practice? So the master file list provides key pieces of information about each active file. So essentially, I'm just going to read off what will become the headings to your columns for the master file list. The file number, obviously. Right. Uh, The client name the matter, the last action step taken, the next action step to be taken, and the diarization date, so the next time you wanna see that file. And also you need like an accounting column or I call it my numbers column, which at a minimum has the client's trust balance. But I also like to include WIP and if there were any accounts receivable. But again, as Karen said before, you need to tailor the master file list to suit your needs and your practice. So an example of this is adding a column for limitation dates if you have a civil litigation practice, or if you have a real estate practice, you wanna have a column for trust conditions and undertakings. All too often we come across ineffective file management systems that hinder the lawyer's ability to provide good service. And That often starts when the lawyers don't have a good grasp of how many active files they have rolling at the moment and knowing the status of those files. Some key benefits to having a great handle on file status at any given time is that if a client calls, you know exactly what point you are at in a file, you're giving them good service, you're responding professionally, and you know what's happening in your own office. When you have staff, other people are touching your files. And if something has been advanced without you knowing about it, you will see that. Setting out the last step taken and the next step to be taken can help manage that when other people are touching files in your office. And it's a check and balance within your office so the files don't get lost. Um, At a minimum, files should be diary dated every four weeks or every six weeks so that no matter what, every file in your office is coming back in front of you and it's never getting lost. 
should you be unexpectedly away from the office, whether it's illness or personal emergency, which you know, we'll see it all. Things happen. Um, it's easier for another lawyer to step into your place and get up to speed on your files when you have a clear snapshot of everything you're working with. And we should say too, one of the keys um, to the master file list is also reviewing this list weekly with your assistant. Right. And if you don't have an assistant, then you can review it weekly yourself. Um, and so essentially it gives, as Karen said, it gives more than, there's more than one person touching the file. And so you can keep on top and keep everyone on track and the file progressing because you will review it every week to make sure that the diary date is there and that there is a next step. And in between um, your assistant or yourself, as things as the file progresses, you update your master file list. Speaking as a layperson, like be one of the most anxiety-inducing things about interacting with lawyers is the sense of, you know, where do I exist in their list of priorities? Mm -hmm. And the idea that you know, you pick up the phone and someone there understands exactly what file or where your file's at at any given point. Mm -hmm. That sounds fantastic. Beats the heck out of the like, ah, uh, you know, not sure. Give me a sec, you know, or like put, getting put on hold for 20 minutes and not really knowing. It's where, a critical message at. to send to clients that we care about your file and that we're on top of it. And we know um, maybe there's nothing to be done right now, but we know that, of course, on the other side of that. That gives you an opportunity to communicate that there's nothing to be done on right. a file. If you've if you've diary dated and moved a, a file forward three times uh, for four weeks at a time, and you haven't talked to the client in that time, well, maybe it's time that you send the client a little check in and yeah. just say, you know what, nothing to be done here. We're just waiting on some documents, but just wanted to let you know. Um, it's it's a way to really beef up your client service. Absolutely, and it's and it's on your desk, right? And so when the client calls in, you don't have to fumble around looking for their client file to figure out what's going on, it's right there and Perfect. you have the answer. So how did you both use a master file list in your own practice? Uh, to me in my practice, uh, my master file list was my sanity saver and I referred to it every single day. Uh, I met with my assistant every Tuesday morning for about an hour and we reviewed each file, file by file. Um, she would have updated the next steps previously and before we met, she would also update the numbers column. It, the meeting, our meeting together, provided an opportunity for us to speak directly, and I could provide her with instructions, and it also informed my workflow, her workflow, and our priorities for the whole week. And then each Friday morning, I would review it again in detail myself and ensure that I had completed everything that week and basically decide what the consequences were for maybe not completing something that week if I had to stay late, late that Friday night, or if I needed to come in on the weekend or take a file home, Right. I would figure that out. Yeah, I agree. I did a Friday review every Friday afternoon as well. We did daily check-ins, but that Friday afternoon review, it was my way to actually go home and enjoy a weekend because I, I knew the status of everything. And it did, it gave you extra hours if you were behind on something. I just think it's a critical document and it doesn't need to look one way. It just needs to work for you. And you should be able to answer the question of how many files you have. Another tip that we have is you can have a running number of files list down the left side and then separate your pages out by your areas of law that you're doing. Maybe you're, you're doing multiple areas of law. So if you have some civil litigation, maybe some family litigation, you might put those on different pages and number them down the sides. Or maybe you're doing legal aid and you wanna limit how many legal aid files you have in your office at any one time. 
you'll you'll see that number more quickly in just a, a clear snapshot and you can say, okay, well, until one of these drops off, I'm not taking another one. So. Fantastic information, uh, Karen and Tara. Thank you again for coming on the show. And again, please come back anytime. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show today. Find these resources and so much more online at lostsociety.ab.ca and stay tuned for the next installment of Practically Speaking for more PM tips. We're excited to do more of these for lawyers in Alberta and beyond, and we'd love to hear what you think. If you have any practice management topics you'd like to discuss, ideas for upcoming segments or questions, we want to hear them. You can reach us at feedback at lawsociety.ab.ca or tweet at us at lawsocietyofab.ca.